1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
3: It is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Happy Tuesday night to you, wherever the hell you might be. I'm in Georgia, super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's holding it down for us in New York City. Thank you to everybody tuned in on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. People listening on the free Odyssey app, people on SiriusXM channel 158, and everybody locked in on a smart speaker. All you have to do is ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to be hanging out with you for the next four hours. That's what I do every Wednesday night, or excuse me, every weeknight, starting at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. Yes, Wednesday night would count as a weeknight. And here on Tuesday, we got a lot to discuss, a lot to talk about already. How about this? One of the NBA in-season tournament games, it's already done. The Bucks just finished smoking the New York Knicks. The final score 146 to 122. So the Milwaukee Bucks tonight they will now get on a plane. They're going to go to Vegas and they're going to take on the Indiana Pacers to figure out who the hell is going to represent the Eastern Conference when it comes to the championship game in Vegas. This weekend, December 9th. We don't have to wait too much longer for that. Uh, Julius Randle, 41 points in a losing effort for the New York Knicks. Brunson, 24. R.J. Barrett, 23. Giannis, 35. Damian Lillard, 28. So there will be no jokes about the New York Knicks finally getting their hands on a championship. This would have been their first since 1973. That's if you want to consider this a championship. I guess they'll call it a cup. Who knows? And then we have another game tipping off momentarily. This should be a good one. Should be. The Phoenix Suns are going to take on the Los Angeles Lakers. The winner of that game will take on the Pelicans. And I think the winner of this game between the Suns and the Lakers, uh, I mean, eh, depending on what happens with the Bucks, I think the Bucks will represent the East. The winner of tonight's game is likely going to represent the West. And so we'll keep you up to date on that game. Should be a fun one between LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Also, coming up with this show, Roger Goodell sitting down in Las Vegas today talking about the upcoming NFL Super Bowl. I guess he's uh, priming the pump for the Super Bowl in Vegas. Roger Goodell has some interesting words about just the growth of the NFL. Said that the NFL, over the next five to ten years, is going to become a global game. That from the mouth of the commissioner, from the mouth of Aaron Rodgers. He did a lot of cursing today about somebody in the New York Jets organization being a rat. We talked a little bit yesterday about the uh, Zach Wilson not wanting to play anymore for the New York Jets. Aaron Rodgers called that crap, and he says the New York Jets need to find out who the rat is. Speaking of a rat, Dave Roberts, he's not a rat. He's being very open about the meeting that the Dodgers had with Shohei Otani. I don't know if Shohei Otani wants that, uh, that information publicly disclosed. The NCAA president says it's time for the teams to pay its student-athletes. That accelerated quickly now, didn't it? We went straight from NIL to, hey, you, the school's Pay the athletes. We'll talk about that. Then we got so much to get into, but I want to start the show off with quarterbacks because they are dropping like flies. And so we'll get there momentarily also with an update on Trevor Lawrence, who we saw go down last night with that high ankle sprain. But before we do anything, super producer and host Dave Shepard how you doing tonight, Shep? You good?
4: Always, oh, always great to be an employee of Odyssey Jr. How are you?
3: I'm good. Good. The, the free uh, Odyssey, free yeah. Odyssey app. No.
2: I, I love
4: working for Odyssey. They, they do everything right around here. Do,
3: do I ask any more questions, or just say okay?
4: No, I'm being. I'm, I'm sorry for coming off as sarcastic. They oh. really know how to treat their employees, and I'm just as we get near the holiday season, I'm, I'm more grateful by the day of uh, working here. How are you, JR? I'm all
3: right. Good. Yeah, don't, it don't have nothing to do with Odyssey, but I'm okay. <laughs>
1: good to hear.
3: No, I'm just saying. I'm, just, I'm, I'm good, but I ain't got nothing to do with them. I'm okay. Living, breathing, watching. What's this? Oh, it's, one, it's another NBA. How many commercials have they run on this in-season uh, tournament? Like to, every to, five to, minutes,
4: yeah. right? Well, listen, I mean, they are a cash cow, uh, the NBA in-season tournament, apparently, so they can take advantage of commercial uh, bonanza.
3: Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm happy with what we've gotten so far. Have you? These games have been good. New York Knicks, not so much. I mean, I expected them to get smacked by the Bucks, and they did. Uh, I would have been pleasantly surprised if they kind of went toe to toe with them. Have you enjoyed like what the tournament has brought us so far?
4: Uh, tournament's really messed up how they've gone about this. Um, Jr., Damn. the idea is great. Damn. But let's be honest. You and I, what? literally, work for the NBA. We can't even determine who are the eight seeds based on what the criteria was. It seems so spread out and discombobulated. This should be, in principle, a wonderful idea to do this in November, December, when it seems like most people don't pay attention to professional basketball in the States. But they botched this, in my humble opinion.
3: By doing what?
4: By, by, ma- by having the criteria to get into the knockout round so unclear, to have this so spread out, why are they not playing why are they not having a chance? Like, why are they going against Monday Night Football? Why are they going against Thursday Night Football? Why not compact this thing? The, I, I think the, 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 the imprint of this and the philosophy and the root of this is great. The unrolling of it has been terrible.
3: Uh, I don't think so. I think for a first time, it's a success. I mean, if you look at the games that were played, and I don't think it's Thursday. I, I think the days were Tuesdays and Fridays, I think.
4: It should be Friday. The semifinals are Thursday.
3: No, 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 no. I, I'm I'm talking about from the beginning of the tournament.
4: No, correct, but I'm, but why why have you now, now? granted, it's a it's a it's a it's a really crappy Thursday night football game. Exactly, it's but, the
3: Patriots who.
4: Right, play. but the, but the NBA didn't know that. Like like that's what I'm saying. Like like these tournament games, you know Tuesdays and, and Fridays, and and it just and they've been this has been now spread out for a month. It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like a tournament. It just seems like it's been all over the place. You get you get what I'm saying?
3: No, I I, I don't. I think. I think for a first go-round, my biggest gripe has more so been like the Indiana Pacers court, the Chicago Bulls court, (laughs) which makes me think of vomit. Uh, I got no problem with what they've done. And I'm sure as we move forward, they're going to make some adjustments. But I think the interest from the fans, the curiosity has been there. I think this has been more widely accepted than than people would have thought. I think the intensity of the games, I mean, there was no way in hell that watching last night's game between the Celtics and the Pacers, that we would have seen such a game ever at, I don't know, December 4th, on Monday, December 4th, to see a, a, a game of that intensity all the way through, it was pretty amazing to watch. And I think, and I could be wrong, I hope I'm wrong, well, I think that this next game between the Suns and the Lakers is going to be a fun game to watch. Now, typically, on a regular season night, this would be a fun game, a good game. It could be a Western Conference uh, finals preview. Uh, but I think as an overall, you add a little bit more juice to it. You know, we might see uh, LeBron and, and, and Kevin Durant being a little bit more aggressive and getting after it. So I think it's fun. I, I ain't got no problem. Yeah, there, there's a little bit of confusion at the onset. How do you advance? How do you do this? But I think as, as we have moved forward and gone through it, it's just like, oh, pretty cool concept. Are they going to adjust dates into the future? Possibly. But I I think overall it's fun. I mean, we've had some good games so far. And uh, as we continue to roll forward, I think it's good. It's served a purpose. The NBA has something to talk about. We're talking about it. And it's December. And in a lot of cases, ain't a damn thing going on or worth talking about with the NBA until we pretty much, go out here and get to Christmas. And, and speaking of the NBA, you know, we'll, we'll get into the Knicks, uh, getting their asses whooped by the Bucks. We'll, we'll, we'll get there at the end of the hour. I want to pick, pick up on something that we discussed last night. Surprisingly, we had a damn good football game between the Bengals and Jaguars. The Bengals won 34-31, and we know what the big story was. No, it wasn't Jake Browning playing the game of his life. It wasn't C.J. Beathard coming on, and, yes, he had to come on because Trevor Lawrence went down. That was the big story. The man has not missed an NFL game since he became an NFL quarterback when he was drafted out of Clemson. That is 46 consecutive starts. Until his own offensive lineman was pushed into him, and Trevor Lawrence went down, stepped on the inside of his ankle. Yes, yes. He has a sprained ankle. What a shock. What a surprise. But we did learn today, or maybe we didn't, that he might play against the Browns. There's nothing or no reports about a break, nothing or reports about a tear. We might actually see Trevor Lawrence as soon as this Sunday. His head coach, Doug Peterson, he spoke to the media, and let's be real. I don't know if we got too many answers. Listen to this.
0: Obviously injury update on Trevor
1: and then Christian uh, Walker little and Trey Herndon as well. Um, So starting with Trevor, obviously it's just a right um, high ankle sprain. Uh, Everything's stable. Everything looks good. Um, And, and we'll see where he is here in a couple of days.
3: And that's it. That's all we got. He has a high ankle sprain. His ankle is stable. We don't know when he's coming back. We have no idea whether or not he's going to play against the Browns, but Trevor Lawrence is trying to rehab around the clock so he can play on Sunday against the Browns in Cleveland. We don't know if his ankle is going to respond to the rehab or whether Trevor Lawrence is going to miss his first career start. Pretty sad. And we talked about this, you know, and unfortunately for the, the Jaguars, they look like they were on their way to the playoffs still are still likely to do so, especially in that AFC South. But when you have no Trevor Lawrence, come on, man, that's a, that's, that's a punch to the gut. That's their guy. And there are a lot of NFL teams who have lost their guy this season. Joe Burrow sitting down watching it yesterday. Kirk cousins blew out his Achilles. Daniel Jones blew out his knee. Kenny Pickett also had surgery. He had surgery yesterday morning for a high ankle sprain. Anthony Richardson, he'd been done for the whole damn season, it feels like, with a blown-out shoulder. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, well, he went down four plays into his season with a torn Achilles, and now through some miracle, he's healthy. Deshaun Watson broke his shoulder. Trevor Lawrence, high ankle sprain. And the injuries in the NFL are nuts right now quarterbacks dropping like flies and here is uh an unfortunate fact when you think about the past few seasons yeah injuries have gone up by qbs 30 percent in comparison to 2021 and 2022 dr david chow who we've had here on cbs sports radio a former uh, team doctor for the Chargers. He kind of went in line with something that I said last night, is that NFL QBs, they're moving around a whole lot more. I mean, the idea of a of a normal, when I say normal, a drop back pocket passer, like those days are over. And Dr. David Child goes on to say that, listen, anyone who's not a pocket passer, when you think about, The defenses, the speed, and the power that they possess now, the quarterbacks are getting hit in ridiculous angles, and they're going down. And so you don't have to be Lamar Jackson. People want to point at Lamar and go, oh, my God, Lamar Jackson. Look at him running. This is why he gets hurt all the time. When he's gotten hurt, he's actually been behind the line of scrimmage uh, for the majority of those injuries, the high ankle sprain, the knee, so on and so forth. It's just the fact that these dudes ain't just going – One-step, two-step, three-step, four-step, five-step. They're going one, two, three, four, five. Left, right, up, down, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They're scrambling all over the place. And then when they get got, they go down, man. We heard from Tom Brady last night. Tom Brady, on his Let's Go podcast, Tom Brady basically said, man, the players, the offensive players, they need to learn how to protect themselves. And how do they do that? By getting rid of the ball. By not scrambling for a year and a day. One of the reasons that Zach Wilson is sucked as the, 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 the quarterback for the New York Jets. I guess he'll be the quarterback for the New York Jets again. One of the reasons why he sucked is because the man would get the ball. He'd look around and look around some more and look around and have eight guys in his face and he'd look around and then he'd get hit. And it's like, come on, you idiot, throw the ball somewhere, throw it out of bounds. And so unfortunately, this is the new NFL. Quarterbacks are mobile and they're going to go out there and take more of a chance before they decide to throw the ball away. And speaking of chances, it's, this is some ironic timing. Because today, in 2009, this is odd to say, but Minnesota Vikings quarterback Brett Favre, he set an NFL record by playing in his 283rd consecutive game. Brett Favre was 40 years old at the time, the model of longevity. And Brett Favre played quarterback, Like he was running around in his backyard and somehow, some way he was able to go out there and stay healthy, even through all the bumps and the bruises. Brett Favre might be the last dude that we see play that many games consecutively from the quarterback position. It almost feels impossible at this point in time. I'm not going to put him in a Cal Ripken Jr. territory, but man, these QBs, they, they take hits. They ain't built like they used to. And a matter of fact, Brett Favre, a couple of years ago, he talked about his longevity on the 33rd team show. And Brett Favre, one of the things he said was, man, you, you got to stay healthy. You got to have fun. Listen to more about what he said.
1: Game has changed and, and the quality of athlete has changed and will continue to change. Guys take better care of themselves. Rules have certainly been favorable to quarterbacks and on vicious hits uh, just in general. So there is a longevity that there wasn't maybe early in my era. Maybe I started, started the setting the bar to play longer. But I think the fun factor, kind of reinvigorating yourself or finding fun. And sometimes the coach can bring that to the team. Like, look, we're going to study, we're going to prepare, but we're going to have a good time. And I think that's important to, I mean, it's, a, it's so important to be mentally and physically ready for every game. That goes without saying. But I think it's important to let you, let yourself have fun and not just in a game or after a touchdown, but in practice. Okay. Having fun can
3: keep you around longer. Yeah. Take advice from Brett Favre on the football field. Don't don't ask him about fun off. It might get you in some trouble. But ironically, when we have all these quarterbacks dropping like flies, more recently Trevor Lawrence, in 2009, Brett Favre was out here just playing another long-ass game or at least extending his streak to – 183 consecutive games. Do you think we're going to see a quarterback? Is there an active quarterback going to play that long? I'd bet to say no. Why are the quarterbacks getting the hurt? Because they don't know how to let go of the ball. And they run around, and they're susceptible to injury. It doesn't have anything to do with trying to run or rush for 5 or 10 yards. It has to do with them scrambling around, trying to make something out of nothing. Maybe we'll see an adjustment into the future. Maybe Tom Brady will open up a camp. I think that'll keep you out of less trouble than dealing with Brett Favre. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. If you want to give me a holler, do so. Why do you think these QBs are dropping like lies trevor lawrence is out possibly when we come back from break i'm going to tell you about a quarterback he's actually he's in yeah this guy has a job i'll explain on the other side of the break we're just getting started it's the jr sport brief show on cbs sports radio
2: you're listening to the jr sport brief on cbs sports radio JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227.
3: It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We saw Trevor Lawrence go down last night. Today we learned that he has a high ankle sprain. Uh, He could be playing on Sunday against the Browns or he could not be playing against the Browns. We have no idea. And now Trevor Lawrence joins a long list of QBs who have gone down this season, uh, whether it is Deshaun Watson, Anthony Richardson, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, this, they, we, we got a bunch of dudes who have just been beaten to a pulp. And somebody else who's on that list is Daniel Jones. Unfortunately, Daniel Jones for the New York Giants uh, just signed a new contract. He's making $40 million a year. He went down with a neck injury, something that he's had in the past. Sorry, but he got a long-ass neck. And then he also went down for good with a torn ACL. And so Tyrod Taylor took over. And then Tyrod Taylor got hurt with busted ribs. And so the New York Giants currently have a hometown hero playing for them. His name is Tommy DeVito. He's from New Jersey. He's actually living at home with his parents right now because the New York Giants can cut him tomorrow. And it's done. They don't owe him a damn thing. Like he's he's the bottom of the barrel with the roster or on the roster, but when it comes to the New York Giants, he has started the past two games, and he has won. He played against Washington, three, th- threw three touchdowns and won. They just played against New England. He threw a touchdown. They won. So the first time the Giants won two consecutive games this season, the Giants now have a record of four and eight. For the season, Tommy DeVito has thrown seven touchdowns to three interceptions, and although Trevor Lawrence is gone and Daniel Jones has gone, Tyrod Taylor is eligible to, again to start and play for the New York Giants. But the Giants said, we going to stick with this guy, Tommy DeVito. This is Giants head coach Brian Daybo talking about DeVito earning and keeping the job for now.
1: I just thought Tommy earned it, you know. Um, went back, watched all the tape, um, thought he played two games, good games. Um, obviously, things that we can all work on. I um, thought he earned, earned the right to play.
3: Okay. I mean, you're the New York Giants. Where are you going this season? I think a lot of their fans might actually be disappointed that they have won four games and won- might win a couple more. The Giants take on the Packers on Monday night. I don't think they're going to win that one. But Tommy DeVito, you got to be feeling good, right? This is what he had to say after getting the news.
5: feel good.
1: Uh, same process throughout it all. Kind of same mindset. I I didn't know you know, how it was going to go, but my mindset was going to stay the same either way. How did it happen just this morning? Did uh, Dave's call you in? How did that work this morning? Yeah, no, I happened. Uh, Dave's told me yesterday, and that's kind of he just mentioned to me, hey, this is what we're doing, and that was it
3: simple and then he went home and his mom had his laundry done for him and she had some uh, peanut butter jelly sandwiches ready but my nah, nah, god bless him it's a nice story nfl quarterback you get to stay at home and live your dream i ain't mad at him 855-212-4cbs it's 855-212-4cbs before we went to break i had a simple question and i gave you my answer why the hell are all these quarterbacks getting hurt I said it's because they're scrambling all over the place, leaving themselves susceptible to injury. It's easy. Alex is calling from Green Bay. You're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Alex? Hey, JR. I'm loving the topic tonight, enjoying the show. How are you doing? I'm excellent. What's on your mind, man? Man, I think it's because
0: players aren't protecting themselves, like Tom Brady is saying. I think they're expecting the referees to do it for them. I also think, like you're saying, with the quarterback scrambling around, it's a lot harder for the offensive linemen to be aware of where they're at on the field.
6: Correct. And it leads
0: to
3: injury, they end up stepping on them, or they end up letting the defensive linemen get to it because they don't know where they're at. No, that's a great point. Thank you, Alex, for calling from Green Bay. Yeah, it's true. I mean, if you take a look at offensive lines, it's it's difficult. The offensive linemen are more – everybody is more athletic than they used to be. But if you take a look at the offensive linemen, not only do they have to, uh, yeah, I, and I want to say this, they don't run the ball as much as they used to. And so it's, it's not so much a matter of, oh, you got a pass protect, you got a run block. It's when the ball gets snapped, what the hell is a lineman supposed to do when the quarterback is here? He's there. It, it, it's tough. Nick is calling from Chicago. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
6: Yeah, Ty, good evening. Um, So I think players are getting hurt like flies because they don't know how to throw the ball. I mean, they shouldn't uh, be getting sacked as much if they just threw the ball away.
3: You know what? I also think that goes back to what our last caller just said. Thank you, Nick, for calling from Chicago. It was so much easier. And and maybe this is to your point as well, accurately. They don't know how to throw the ball away. Are they in position to throw the ball away? Are they throwing off their back foot? Are they throwing sidearm? Are they falling backwards? I mean, it's so much easier. And I know this sounds rudimentary. It sounds so basic. It's easier to throw the ball away if you're standing stationary. If you have your feet set you can look left. You can look right. You can make your reads. This guy's open. That guy's double covered. This guy's running a sli- You can make all of those determinations and then go, all right, but nobody's open. And you can just throw the ball out of bounds. If you're trying to find receivers and you are trying to run for your life and you are off balance, we know what happens when you try to throw the ball away. You throw a duck. The ball is floating. The ball is sitting around in the air. And the next thing you know, some center fielder of a safety comes through and snatches the ball. And now it's a turnover. And not only have you run around like a a chicken with no damn head, you've now given the ball to the other team. And so all of it really has to do with, can can you try to keep your ass still? Do you need to run around like a crazy person? Glenn is calling from in the truck. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Go ahead, Glenn. Hey, uh, J.R. Uh, well, I
6: watch a lot of football. I'm just a, a lay person when it comes to watching. But uh, I think it has a lot to do with the insatiable demand for more and more and more. And they're only human beings. I think the whole season has been pretty underwhelming. Uh, you, the, the number of games. It's in every sport now. Basketball has got a, a pre-tournament. Uh, tennis goes on and on and on. Hockey. So I think maybe if they cut down the number of games that players are expected to play, the demand isn't so high on them, they can stay in better health and, and be in better condition. Uh, you can, the human body can only take so much. And I think the demand is so high. Uh, the feel the of stands. You put so much pressure on them. Uh,
3: Okay. Well, thank you, Glenn, for calling from in the truck. I mean, I can pose a counter argument and say that in the course of a season, uh, the players don't work as hard as they used to. I could say that the practices are shorter. I can say that in the off season, or at least in training camp, the players are not out there doing two a days. They ain't busting ass in the morning and coming back at night. Uh, So there's a, a little bit of a give and a take. And we haven't reached the end of the season. I would think that there's a little bit more of a, a, a claim of legitimacy of, oh, man, there's too many games, when we get later on in the year. But we haven't reached that that mark yet. So to think that the players are any more or less worn down than at any point in the season, teams are sitting at the, uh, you know, kind of the 12-game mark. We haven't even reached, you know, 16. It would be a stark contrast if we got the – Game number 17, and everybody started popping an Achilles. We know that won't be the case. But I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's more of an accumulation you know, into the future. But players, I'm not saying that they work less. The teams, uh, through, through the contracts and the unions and what they agreed upon, they don't have to work as hard as they used to when it comes to training. Super Dave calling from the DMV. Hey, JR, what up, though? What it is. Go ahead, please. Hey, brother, man, you just took the words right out of my mouth, man. You really pretty much hit the key points. Um, it, it's simple. It's the intensity of the workouts during training camp and the conditioning it they're not doing it like they used to tour days I don't even think they do tour days anymore um, it's, it's just you know simple the conditioning is not what it used to be um, the training staffs are also not that good prime example I'm calling from Washington huge Washington commanders fan our training staff back in the day they almost killed Trent Williams diagnosing him with the wrong diagnosis so it just all boils down to these training staffs and, and just getting better Conditioning it. Hey Jr, thanks
1: for taking my call. Have a great night, man. Stay safe.
3: All right, you too, Super Dave. Thank you for calling from the DMV. Are the players less conditioned? And I mean, th- this now goes into all sports, right? Why do NBA players seemingly get hurt more often? Yeah, I, I feel like if I went back twenty, thirty years, I ain't hear about nobody blowing out ACLs. Now it's 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 like normal. It's common. It's like what used to be a sprained ankle is now everybody gets popped with an ACL. Hey, hey Marco, when, when you think about the injuries, is it, is it just me, or do you feel that they are more, like, I I hear about nobody ACL 30 years ago. Now everybody's ACLs get popped. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was we didn't hear it as much, or it's our memory, or the fact that when they did, they were never heard from again. So I don't know if it's the good players avoided the injuries and all the guys that we've never heard of that were gone in two seconds were the ones that were losing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's our memories are shot or if it's just more prevalent now. It's hard for me to truly distinguish. I know that they're bigger, faster, stronger, and that obviously leads to the possibility of more injury because it's more violent. But that can't be the whole thing. I feel like maybe it's just the fact that guys – were weeded out, if you will, for lack of a better term, earlier. Because once you did that and once you had that injury, your career was over.
3: Yeah. I mean, we, we heard about these, you know, you blot your Achilles, you're done. I mean, it's, there, there's a lot of things that have changed. Now, here we have someone like Aaron Rodgers who goes down on September 11th and there are legitimate conversations that we might see him playing in a few weeks. Not that it will happen, but the conversation is, is, is being had. Uh, it, it's tough. You know, something that that I've heard, and I ain't no doctor, but certainly bears to be true. We've had doctors here on the air that have talked about it. Uh, For what you just said, Marco, the athletes are getting bigger. They're faster. They're stronger. They're more athletic. Uh, You can go out there and and build muscle. You can build strength. But one thing that you can't change is you ain't changing no ligament. Like, you know, I can go ahead and and put a a, – I don't want to say an engine I can't I could put an engine from a uh, a space shuttle and put it in a Mercedes. What's the Mercedes going to do? blow up like it's a little too much power, you know, under the hood. And so I think that that might be the case. Hey, Shep, do you do you feel just from recollection? Do you feel that, uh, you know, we hear more about certain injuries than we have in the past?
4: Yes, w- without, without question. I also think there's people making a lot more false diagnoses than in the past as well. Um, mm. Yes.
3: How so? What do you mean?
4: Well, I just, I just think, for example, there were a lot of people last night that were weighing in on Trevor Lawrence, and yet we find out he may be very well back <laughs> in week 14. So I just think that the, the narrative that quarterbacks are getting hurt, I love that statistic you brought up, by the way, 30%. More quarterback injuries in 2023 than 2021 and 2022? That's a huge yeah. jump, yes. by the way.
3: Yeah. Wow. Well, let's, let, let's really think about this. We yeah. just talked about the New York Giants and Tommy DeVito, sure. right? Man, why the hell is he playing? Because quarterback one went down, yeah. quarterback two went down. Right. Uh, what's, what's the other team? Well, Somebody the, else is running. Brown,
4: Browns, without question.
3: Oh, well, the, the Browns, Dorian Thompson, Flacco. But there's somebody else that we just talked about. I'm like, damn it, this is a— Well, Jets. Oh, yeah, they ju- and they just released. Tim Boyle. Yeah, Tim Boyle was out there. <laughs> right. People were asking for this guy to start, and the Jets just said goodbye.
4: Isn't it like Mark Rippian's kid or nephew or something? Like, didn't they, si- didn't they sign him?
3: Man, I, I can't keep up.
4: Brett yeah. Rippin, and it's his nephew. Yeah. Oh, nephew, right? It's crazy. Yeah. They, like, might as well sell, uh, they might as well sign Mark at this point. That's how fast these quarterbacks are going down. It's yeah. unbelievable.
3: So you think about it. So Aaron Rodgers go well, at least these guys, they, they're playing because everybody sucks, right? Nobody got hurt, but they all suck. But the main dude is 40 years old, and, and he went down, and then there was an avalanche after that. Um, it's just wild. It's something to pay attention to in the NFL as, as things continue on. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855 212 cbs That's 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of health and fitness, I'm sitting here in the studio looking at some guy named LeBron James run up and down the court. The NBA actually posted his pre-workout from his stretching, and you can tell the base of his body, the core, is just the stability is ridiculous. He He's a marvel. We'll talk about some of this NBA end season action the New York Knicks lost. I'll get some more of your calls.
2: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief. On CBS Sports Radio. All the differences of opinions, all the difference of backgrounds, and yet I
0: believe all of us and all your listeners, yourself included, we can do this and always be
2: friends. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS.
3: Hey, Shep, whatever happened to that guy? Like, he stopped calling. I guess he got the hint, right? I'm trying to think who that was. Well, oh, that I forgot his name. He's from Canada. I don't remember his name. He would call up, and it's just like, why are you call Every time you call calling me to fight, like, why, why are you calling to fight me every time?
4: There was, there, there's that guy from Alabama who who recently stopped calling. No, nah,
3: I know this guy. The like, guy. That guy's name is Rick. I think it's Rick in Toronto.
4: No, Rick hey, Rick Rick calls a, Rick has uh, not stopped calling.
3: Oh, Rick is the guy who talks fast. Correct. Okay. Maybe it's the same guy, and he got, <laughs> he got hit in the head or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's why he talks remember? fast? You ever seen them? Yeah, like the cartoons. One day the guy gets hit in the head, and now all of a sudden he's like a genius.
4: Ah, uh, it's like a movie plot. But yeah, I think I know what you're referring to.
3: Yeah, so maybe Rick from Toronto. He used to call me, and he always wanted to fight with me for no reason.
4: He was, uh, he was upset with me because he felt Ooh. like Rick from Toronto. Because he felt like I threw him under the bus.
3: Um, the fast talking Rick.
4: Yeah, because he called yeah. Sunday, and he goes, Does "JR not like me." And I go, "JR likes you plenty."
3: He said this on the air. Yeah. He, wait, 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 wait. This man called you on Sunday, uh-huh, and one of the things out of his mouth is, does Jr. not like me?
4: He, that's what he he didn't say that verbatim, but it was like word for word because he thinks you were kind of like dismissing him, and he thought I was throwing him under the bus. Mac from Buffalo thinks that, um, and we love Mac from Buffalo, uh-huh. but Mac was saying, like, if I would have said this on Jr. show, I would have gotten yelled at. I said, Mac, J- out of every full-time host that we have here, Jr. Is the least likely to yell at any. I don't. First of all, I don't think I've ever heard Jerry yell. Um, so you would be surprised how many people will call Sunday morning and then talk about you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they have an venting. They're having a venting session while I'm gone.
4: <laughs> not a venting session. Yeah. I think some of them. See, the thing is, like, you're really cool and quick, and I, And sometimes people can't keep up with you. Um. So like, they feel like you don't, and so they feel like, why is their call so short? Because you, you'd be surprised, Jerry. How many times people will call? after a call here and be like hey i didn't finish my point and i always have to say to them "No, it's not that you didn't finish your point jr appreciated what you had to say but he's just got to move on like he's got 10 other calls he's got to get there's to.
3: a crap there's people waiting online right now
4: I, there's literally like, i wish i could screenshot this as i'm talking to you there's literally uh, three people calling while the lines are also full so i gotta uh, get off the air right now jr and i gotta take these calls so excuse me for one oh, second
3: go, go, go ahead yes <laughs> that's why i always tell people man if you can be succinct and to the point like I can make it happen.
4: And very lastly, I want to apologize for people. If I'm succinct and short with you on the phone, I just got people calling left and right, so I have to be short with you so we get everybody on. I hope people understand that.
3: Yeah, don't, don't apologize. It's sports radio. And it's actually, hey, by the way, maybe, maybe you haven't recognized it. Like, people like the show, okay? You know, people listen. People want to call. It's, it's, the show is all over the damn place. And, yeah, I mean, look, I, I'd love nothing more than to sit here and just shoot the you-know-what you know, with somebody for 20 minutes, but I can't, it, it don't work that way. I gotta, I gotta make the decisions and the choices of how fast and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not just sitting here talking. A lot of people don't recognize that. Yes. Uh, Shep is the super producer and host. I'm producing here as well. Every second, every minute, I'm thinking about what needs to happen and how things need to move forward. But Hey, what do you care? You're listening to the show. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's try to get a call in before we hit the break. Uh, Let's start. Paulie's calling from Ontario. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Paulie. Try Go ahead.
0: Hey, I love it when it goes, and then you're on and everybody goes, hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? But anyways, about the quarterback... Um, I think it's like three different reasons. One's quarterback acumen. So it's like playing cards. If you know the game really well and someone plays a card, you know what card to play. If you don't, you start to scramble. Yep. You do stupid things. Or it's age, like, you know, your body isn't going to last forever. So you, you can snap a, a ligament. And um, the other thing I was thinking about is just dumb luck. Sometimes it just happens. But, you know, I have a question for you, and maybe you and Chef can answer it. When I watch football, I always see the right guard like looking back at the quarterback and like they're conversing with each other. I don't see the other linemen really doing it, like not the left guard or the tackle. So I was just wondering what's going on there. The guard will just turn around and they just start talking. And then oh, he'll nod his head and then he'll turn around and they'll snap the
3: ball and it's good to go. Well, I think there's, there's two reasons there without me giving you a solid answer. I think one is the communication of signals when the, the stadium might be too loud. And then the other element might actually be, that's that's the quarterbacks so I don't want to say it's his blind side but that's the side he can see I mean if you think about it how many left-handed quarterbacks do you see running around not too many and so in yeah. that case like Tua to Tagovailoa would probably be the only lefty that I know is slinging the ball right now so if you want to talk about the right guard hey he takes a few steps back and he's the closest to the quarterback outside of the center does that make a little bit of sense
0: Yeah, that makes sense. It's just kind of weird. It's like when I watch baseball and guys are running around with, why do they hold on to their glove, their
3: batting glove, right?
0: You know, they they have it, like, fisted in their hand. They
3: might have a sliding glove. You think about some weird stuff, Paulie. I'm going to find out about the guard, though. It's the Chair of Sport V Show CBS Sports Radio. Don't move.